From the Hensler Financial Studio, this is Cobb Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. It is Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with the BG Ad Group. He is John Bednarowski with the Marietta Daily Journal, the sports editor of the MDJ. And, John, here we go again. Week three already is upon us. We'll start, of course, looking back at this previous week, and let's get right to it. Walton, you know, they're setting records. They're making the headlines, and they blew out not only a team but a really good program in Brookwood. And what are your thoughts on that one? Well, at one point, they had Brookwood down, I think it was 56 to nothing. It was the worst loss in the Broncos program history. Yeah, I saw highlights from the game, and Daniel Calhoun, the the big offensive lineman that's heading to Georgia at 6'6", 360, he's really a, a man amongst boys. He was opening holes and keeping blocks for like 10 or 12 yards downfield, and it, it makes it easy for a running back to follow somebody in that hole. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's a pretty good-sized guy. All right, moving along, and you talked about the perils with Marietta's schedule of what kind of start they could get off to. They did get that 600th win, so at least for this year, they're kind of off the schneid. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, they had me worried there for just a second because it was a defensive battle. It was one of those really weird baseball scores because it was 13-5 to for most of the game. We get into the fourth quarter. And uh, West Forsyth snuck in a touchdown and a two-pointer to tie it, sent it to overtime, but Marietta got it done. Uh, the first team in Cobb County to win 600 games, only the 23rd program in the state of Georgia to reach that mark. Congratulations to the Blue Devils. Yeah, no doubt. Well, moving along, Harrison suddenly is not allowing touchdowns. Yeah, they've gone on the road the first two weeks. They went to South Paulding, and then this past week they went to uh, South Forsyth. They've given up a grand total of nine points in those two games on the road. Now, the offense has not gotten it kicked into high gear yet, but that defense is playing some good football. Yeah, and they're off to a good start. Well, how about this one? And I love reading this. Osborne, them winning is not a surprise anymore. Nope. That's their seventh uh, straight non-region victory. Uh, they dropped 54 on Chattahoochee. It's back-to-back weeks where they've dropped 50 points. Uh, Edward Burr, their quarterback, uh, six touchdown passes, uh, went 10 for 10. Uh, the other night for about 240 yards. I think that's about as efficient as you can get. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, how about Walker? The Wolverines are off to a great start. They're 2-0, first time in more than 10 years. Coach T.J. Anderson has uh, found the magic elixir over there, uh, 57 to nothing over uh, Riverside Military Academy. 2-0 for the first time since 2013. And, you know, that was... A really good recruiting job. Now, you know, you say recruiting in high school and that sends up flags. But, you know, he's worked the hallways and everything over at Walker and gotten the numbers up to where he can have a full team. They were playing with like 25 guys last year. It just wasn't sustainable. But uh, he's got that thing rolling. And, uh, you know, it's good to see because you want those rivalries with Walker with Mount Perrin and North Cobb Christian and Whitfield Academy. You want them to get back on that schedule. And I think if they keep going, they'll be, be they'll be back 
playing a region schedule next year. All right, well, that's a look back at last week. In a moment, John and I will take a look ahead now. It is Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen. He's John Bednarowski. And we're back to look at this week's games after this timeout. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding counties, and beyond. Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services too. Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy, it's what the deal provides for your future. Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace. But you'll be relying on it soon enough, with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Daco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with the BG Ad Group. He is John Bednarowski of the MDJ, the sports editor. And, of course, we look now at this week's games. And, John, let's start with Alatoona at Cartersville. Tough test for the Buccaneers who... You know, are not off to a tremendous start, but again, you got a new regime for the first time ever, and you know they're playing a tough schedule too. Yeah, they're they're zero two. You know, you look at the games they played: North Paulding in Week One, they played uh, Kell last week, and in both cases, it seems like the defense is keeping them in the game. Unfortunately, the offense is struggling a little bit more than I think that they would like. And the defense is getting worn down in the second half. So, you know, it really does look like it's been a fairly smooth transition going from former coach Gary Varner to new coach Brad Smith, based on what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing. I expect uh, Alatuna 
to kick it in a little bit later in the season. But you, like you said, this is a rough start uh, going up to Cartersville. It's going to be a pretty good test. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's move to Campbell at Meadow Creek now. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I think something's brewing over there in Smyrna. Coach uh, Jeff Phillips got his first win as the coach out there in Campbell. They've instituted a power running game. It's working. They've got a big guy by the name of Braden Hayden. Had three touchdowns against Kennesaw Mountain last week. The offense controls the ball, and the best thing about that is it not only keeps their defense fresh, but it keeps the other team off the field. So if you don't have the ball, you can't score, and Campbell's figuring out uh, the best way to exploit it. Yeah, that's a pretty sound philosophy to win games. Let's move to Paulding County at Harrison. We talked about Harrison and how well they played defense. What are your thoughts on this one? They opened with both games on the road, and this defense led by uh, guys like Colin Bellamy, Liam Gray, Jackson Connors, and others, They've only allowed those nine points, three field goals uh, against uh, South Paulding and South Forsyth. Now they get the home opener. I think this is where the offense kind of gets kick-started in front of the uh, home fans. I'm looking for uh, a 3-0 start from the Hoyas. All right, and moving along, Kell is at Pope, and obviously the news around Kell surrounds Bryce Clavon. Yeah, you know, uh, he's a pretty good baseball player. And uh, he was selected as one of the 20 members of the under-18 roster for Team USA. Over the next couple of weeks, Team USA is going to be going and playing in a tournament in Taiwan. So that's a little bit too long of a commute. So uh, we've got Kamari Nix, who transferred to Cal uh, this past season was uh, expected to, you know, start in the secondary. He's going to take over at quarterback. That's not a new position for him. He was Sprayberry's quarterback for the last couple of years. They're going to be fine until Clavon can get back for uh, region play. Now, Pope, you know, the Kells playing Pope. Pope was very competitive against uh, River Ridge. I think Coach Son- Sean O'Sullivan has them pointed in the right direction. Their quarterback, uh, DeLine, a nice solid effort the other night. I I think good things are on the horizon for Pope. It's going to take a little while, but it's going in the right way. All right, and then Marietta is at Roswell. We talked about Marietta getting win number 600 in program history. And from the looks of their schedule, including this week, 601 may be hard to come by. You know, Chase McCravey has developed uh, real good chemistry with – his wide receivers, Brandon Rosado and Bobby Butler, you know, that is going to have to continue to develop, and it's going to have to be one that they exploit if they expect to come out with some wins over the next few weeks because the schedule for the next month reads at Roswell, North Cobb at home, at Walton, at Buford. Hmm. Now, uh, you know, Coach says iron uh, develops iron, so... Uh, uh, hopefully he's right. Coach Morgan sets this schedule up like this every year. You just hope that they're healthy enough when they come out of it for region play. Well, Douglas County travels to McEachern, home opener for the Indians, and they have shown this propensity for blowing leads here early in the year. They did blow the lead against Brookwood. I'm not so sure you can uh, claim a 9 nothing lead against Hughes was a blown lead, but I understand where you're going. They have a running back, uh, DeMarcus Cleaves. 
he left the game because of an injury last week against Hughes. McEachern was up 9 nothing. The offense kind of stalled after that. And then, you know, Hughes is defending 6A state champs. They've got Aaron Nolan, who's quarterback, who's committed to Ohio State. Uh, they scored 40 unanswered to, uh, to pick up that win. McEachern's got to play Douglas County. Douglas County's 2-0. They're in Hughes region in Class 6A. And uh, they're coming off of a unique game where uh, they played Mays, beat them 48-44, but there were fisticuffs and skirmishes and <laughs> and, and everything else. Doggles. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens when they come into Walter Cantrell Stadium. Well, North Cobb is off to an 0-1 start. I, of course, very closely saw the first one, a loss against Westlake, where they made all kinds of mistakes. You can't do that against good teams. It doesn't get any better than the visitor this week as Buford comes to town. And full disclosure, John, this is going to be my last opportunity to broadcast a North Cobb game because many people may or may not know I'm headed to the Citadel. In fact, my first game back at the college level is Saturday, so... Uh, but uh, Buford at North Cobb, I'm going to get to see this one in person, and I'm hoping for better things. Well, congratulations on the uh, new gig. It's well-deserved. I appreciate that, old friend. It, it won't sound the same out at North Cobb without the dulcet tones. <laughs> but uh, to to talk about the this game a little bit, you know, Buford is considered by many high school polls as the number one team in the country. Right. I think the key is, you know— Westlake keyed on David Eziomume, and not that he didn't make plays, but I think it's going to be important that they find additional ways to figure out how to get him the ball in space. You know, maybe it's wheel routes, maybe it's look-ins, maybe it's... You know, uh, spread things out a little. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give your playmakers a chance to make plays. Fifty-five points would have sent up a red flag for me, especially playing at home, so I'm hoping they're able to clean up some of that stuff coming into this week. And Coach Queen pointed this out yesterday. It really traces to mistakes, John, when you turn the ball over and they have an eight-yard drive and a five-yard drive and then three different times, you know, inside your 30-yard line, twice inside your 10 or whatever it was. It's easy to lose games to good teams when that happens. Let's talk about River Ridge at Sprayberry. You know, the duo of running back Jason Pitts and quarterback Jaden Duckett is delivering the goods for the Yellow Jackets right now. Both players are in the top 10 in the county in rushing. They look for their first 3-0 start since 2016 when they take on uh, River Ridge this week. All right, and then South Cobb is at Wheeler, another one. You know, South Cobb's better than it's been over the last couple of years, and they've been in close the first two games. You know, Wheeler played last week without last year's leading rusher in the county in Josiah Allen, and what did they do? They turned to Kentrell Brown, who ran for 160 yards and four touchdowns. Wheeler is proving to be a very disciplined team, which will help them go, I think, farther than they did last year. And uh, I can easily see a 3-0 and start in their sights. All right. Well, other games that are on the schedule, North Paulding is at Kennesaw Mountain, Hillgrove at East Coweta, Mount Perrin is at Mount Vernon. Boy, Mount Perrin is always playing Mount somebody. It's Perrin versus Vernon this week. North Cobb Christian is at Wesleyan, Walker at Harvester Christian. And then the last game we were going to touch on a little bit, Hapeville is at Pebblebrook. You know, Hapeville has struggled 
since getting bumped up from class 2A to class 4A about four years ago. But it's a proud program. It won a state title as recently as 2017. Uh, they're coming into Pebblebrook. The Falcons knocked off our rival South Cobb last week behind a big game from Louis Aquino and solid play from uh, court, quarterback play from my son Pickens. You know, they could have easily won their first game. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do when their big-time prospect, Dwight Phillips Jr., gets back in the lineup. He's missed the first couple of games because of uh, an ankle, and all he does is run a 4-2-8, and he's headed to Georgia. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. Coming up next, John will have Pebblebrook head coach Michael Woolridge. That'll come your way after another timeout. You're listening to Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with the Beachy Ad Group. He's John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the Marietta Daily Journal. And we'll have that piece for you right after this timeout. I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best. Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia We guarantee a staple dry foundation Residential and commercial Hey, we do it all Dial 678 All right, we're back on Cobb Football Friday. I'm John Bednarowski, sports editor of the Marietta Daily Journal, and I am with Pebblebrook coach Michael Woolridge. Congratulations, coach. The uh, first win for you uh, at the helm of the Falcons the other day with big win over South Cobb. Uh, you know, what has that transition been like for you coming up to Pebblebrook, and uh, how happy were you to get that first W? I'm always happy to get a W. Um, the transition to Pepperbrook has been amazing. Um, administration has had my back full support of me um, with resources. You know, this is giving me everything I need to be successful. So it's always great to get W. But I'm just happy for the community. Um, Mableton is a, a tight-knit community. Um, people don't leave there. You know, you have generational kids that stay there and play. You, um, Granddad played there. Dad played there. So, it, you know, it's just great to uh, do something well good for the community. You know, uh, this past week, uh 
Louis Aquino, uh, running back, really kind of took the bulls by the horns, had uh, a huge game, scored, uh, I think it was three or four touchdowns, 190 yards rushing. Uh, my yes. son Pickens, very uh, uh, a very efficient uh, game the other night. Talk about their progression because, uh, you know, when we first think about Pebblebrook, at least the last couple of years, the name out front's been Dwight Phillips Jr. It's right. nice to have other guys that you can turn to uh, when your star isn't uh, isn't available. Like just nursing an ankle that's it's almost healed up and almost hundred percent. But we you know we want to be uh, cautionary with him. But um, it's been great. Uh, my son was a JV quarterback this year, and he has took over this year as the varsity quarterback. He's been very efficient the last two games. He's gonna take what you give him. He's not gonna force you know force errant throws. So I'm happy with my son's play. Um, and Lewis has really come on in, in the white's absence. And um, Lewis is a, a quiet, mild mattered kid that don't say much. He just works hard, and um, yeah, I, it's great that it's uh, happening for him because. Uh, nobody deserves it more than Lewis, the way he works. And he just, he's just a quiet kid. And um, he has vision. He has great vision. He reads the scheme well. And, you know, in our um, scrimmage games, fall, spring scrimmage, we didn't score many points. So, but, you know, we just said the kids, you got this. We got to keep working the system, keep working the system. These kids are four months into a new offense. So, um, you know, now it's, it's, it's finally coming into fruition. And, and the kids are understanding and buying into the concepts. And, you know, it's starting to get on track. Well, you mentioned the, uh, the the fan base earlier, and uh, I can announce now that uh, Lewis is the Cobb Football Friday Player of the Week for this past week for his performance. And for fans who don't know, every week uh, we have a poll up there that you can go and vote for uh, who you think should be the Player of the Week. Lewis won by uh, fairly handily. It, it, it seemed <laughs> like uh, he had a lot of support from the uh, Pebblebrook community, and uh, it's a it's a well earned honor for this week. Well, I mean, it's like I said, God is great. It's a blessing, man. Um, Lewis had a big night, like as you said, three touchdowns, eighteen touches, almost one hundred and ninety yards, and he really put the um, team on his back. But you know. I like to give credit, first of all, to, you know, my guy brought in Coach Robbins, Coach Brennan, the running back coach, Coach Burgess, our offensive staff, Coach Marcus. They're doing a real good job. And anytime you have a back that's up for player of the week, your whole line is doing real good things. And you got a quarterback that, that was 75% completion percentage, they're protecting. So, you know, the whole line has always, you know, they haven't had it out. Last year, you know, it was a little rough. So they, they took a lot of the flack as always. But it's just great to just have a back that gets player of the week so we can kind of praise the whole line. And I told them that this week, that's He's up because of you guys opening them holes and, you know, um, solidifying the trenches. So, like I said, it, 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 it's amazing. You know, I just thank God for this feat and being able to accomplish this early in the season. Well, we got another game on the horizon this Friday. Right. Uh, right. I got Hapeville Charter coming to your place. Now, um, Brian and I talked in an earlier segment. Hapeville has struggled a little bit since they made the move from Class 2A to Class 4A. But that is right. a very proud football program. Won a state championship as recently as 2017. You know, when you see a Class 4A team coming in, you'd think, well, we're playing as the, you know, you guys are a 7A team. Mm -hmm. That should be an easy win. That's not necessarily the case when you look at these guys. 
No, no, I don't believe that because, you know, I was at a 2A program last year. We actually beat a 5A and a 6A program in the regular season. So I don't, you know, the 7A, 6A, 5A are just based off the number of students at your schools. And sometimes it really doesn't equate to the talent level. But Hayfield's going to come in here ready to play. You know, we've been scouting. I'm getting a, a good evaluation of their video. They have some players, uh, a big-time receiver. We're not overlooking them at all. You know, it's going to be a test. We know they're going to come here ready. They haven't won a game, so they're even more hungry to win a game. So we're just staying humble, and we're not getting content complacent, but we're prepping like we're playing a 7A school. Well, you have to, because if you don't bring the A game, that's when uh, it comes back to bite you. Right. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking a few minutes here to join us on the Cobb Football Friday podcast. Congratulations again on that first win this last week, and we look for big things from you in the future. And thank you guys. And thank the Almeria Daily Journal. You've been listening to Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of the Marietta Daily Journal and the BG Ad Group.